freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcast subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's a sibling happy hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about controversies with Cardi B and Lizzo. Of course, we'll be talking about Trump's newest indictment. And then we'll be talking about Nicholas Rossi, who I guess is not a funny story, but it is. But first things first. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. What up, sis? What up, brother? I I can't call it. I'm chilling. Guess what's live today? What is live today? The store. The store is up and running. The store is live? The store is live. I got to get my merch. Everybody, uh, you can go to unsolicitedperspectives.com. You can hit the store. Uh, button at the top of the navigation page, or at the top of the, the page on the navigation menu. Mm-hmm. And there are three shirts available. There's just one with the plain old logo. Then there's two with two different logos with welcome. First of all, welcome on the back. It's only three <laughs> shirts, yeah. but we'll grow the store out, but it's available. And it's reasonably priced. The highest shirt is $29.99. 
I got to go get my merch. $29.99. And it got all different colors, shapes, and sizes. It go from small all the way to triple XL. So, and it got red, blue, green, glacier, whatever that is, all different types of colors. Know. Gold. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I want it. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today. So it's finally launched. Finally launched. Other well, than you that, you know what? You said before, you said by the end of the month, you were right. You said what you said. <laughs> People, if y'all don't know, when my brother says something, like it's going to happen. Like if through hella high water, he is going to make it happen. You know what? Somebody said to me, I was dating this girl. And, and you know, she said to me one time, she was like, you always do what you say you're going to do. I was like, what you mean? She's like, we make plans. You keep plans. I was like, well, hold up. That I'm notorious mm-hmm. for bailing out on plans, but never really the last minute. I'm just yeah. non-committal. But when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you do what you say. I do what I, I am, say. I am the opposite. <laughs> I say a lot. I talk a lot. I say a lot. I make a lot of promises. <laughs> I don't plan to keep them promises. But here's the thing. Most people in my life know. Mm-hmm. Jonna says she coming out. And she was saying, I'm coming outside. She ain't coming outside. But you know what, though? I don't remember who I was talking to this a person about. I've trained people to realize when they ask me to do things that I'm going to be noncommittal. Because really, truthfully, I can say that I want to do something. And in that moment, it sounds good. but push come to shove the day of I might not feel like it. So I'm just non-committal. But I but, think it's smart to be non-committal because when people do get that confirmation from you, then they know you're going to be there. Yes and no. But you I but it's like I've trained people to be like, "Hey, I know that you busy and th-, like like it's walking yeah. on eggshells and that's that's not right. If I care about you, you my friend, you my family." then you shouldn't have to feel like that you got to come at me a certain way to ask me to do something that's basically like, hey, do you do, do you want to hang out? I would like to see you and spend time with you. And and that's like, you know what? That's almost, yeah. <laughs> it's almost a toxic relationship on my end. It's not almost. It definitely is. And I'm going to tell you, um, <laughs> I just remember being in high school trying to ask you for a ride to school. And it was just like, boy, pull them teeth. This is when I was in college. Yes. Oh, because we you was I had to be in college when, when you were in high school. Yes. Uh and I would I would ask for a ride to school and boy. Well, school your school wasn't close, right? It was on the it other side of town. It wasn't far. <laughs> it was on the other side of town. It wasn't and far. And why did you need to get a ride from me anyway? Cause I missed the bus. But there was no bus that you could take. That was later in high school. I stopped asking you for rides by then. (laughs) It did not stop our brother. No. And he'd be like, hey, I missed the bus. I was like, you missed the bus every day. Walk to school. (laughs) Well, well, by then he would ask me for rides, even though I didn't have a driver's license, but I was still driving anyway. Yo, you was was out there in them streets driving all over the place without a driver's license. Riding dirty. Riding dirty. (laughs) Right. Not even listening to UGK. Ladies and gentlemen, no. if y'all don't understand what UGK is, then I can't I can't really rock with you. Uh I thought you were talking about eight ball and MJG, so I just no, that's you, just, you already lost and MJ, No, yeah. The, the underground kings, UGK yeah. is Pimp yeah. C and Bum B. Oh, okay, got you. Well, rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace, Bum. All right. Well, we still dilly daddling, but let's get to some yeah. funny dilly daddling. Well, I guess the other stuff we did was funny too. Uh, yeah. You threw me under the bus several times uh, during this oh. first session of the Daily Daddling. So let's well, throw somebody else under the bus. Okay. Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. First, boy, oh let boy. me say first and foremost, I don't want no beef. No. Please don't come after me, no, Cardi first B. Of, no, first of all, yeah, let me just say, I've been a fan yes, of Cardi have. B since back when she was dancing and she before loving hip hop, I was already following her on Instagram. You back was when she me was a her. dancer, and she's been hilarious and literally a part of my life <laughs> for a long time. I'm a huge Cardi B fan, and honestly, even with this whole situation that she's <laughs> in right now, I'm still on her side. Like I, oh. I feel like 
I feel she like not you, in the wrong. I feel like you don't have the whole story. But so for the people out there, Cardi B was performing in Las Vegas when an audience member threw a drink at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the reaction to getting the drink thrown at her, Cardi B, <laughs> Cardi B said, "The hell with this!" and threw a whole microphone at the at the person that threw the drink on her. When I tell you she chucked that microphone <laughs> with all her might, with all of her might. And I gotta be honest, if if I'm up there, I'm here, you know, performing for y'all, and somebody throws a drink at me, Hold I think on. my gut reaction would also be to throw that my throw whatever's in my hand. So I was talking to somebody earlier, and they didn't have the full story. So let me let me finish running through the whole story. Okay, give me so the full. The woman that got hit by the microphone by Cardi B reported experiencing pain, and of course filed battery uh, charges because she gonna get broke off. Yeah, yeah, uh, that the, goes without saying. The Las Vegas Police Department opened a battery investigation after the incident. Cardi B said um, that she felt assaulted by the drink and that what mm-hmm. happened was blatantly disrespectful. <laughs> Here's a funny thing. The microphone that Cardi B threw at the fan is up for sale on eBay for $100,000 with the proceeds going to charity. Um, okay, okay. The microphone was rented uh, by a guy named Scott Fisher who who rented the microphone to the venue. Here's here's the plot twist. On the mm-hmm. same day, Cardi B, Cardi B also threw a microphone at her DJ during a performance in Las Vegas due to him cutting short her songs. And, and according to several sources, it's true that Cardi B asked fans to throw water on her before the incident where she threw the microphone at the fan. It was to, she was asking fans to throw water on her to cool her down because it was outside performance and Vegas is hot as hell. Uh, But Cardi B clarified that she didn't want water on her face. And when somebody in the crowd threw a drink on her, she got angry. And that's when she tossed the mic saying that she was hurt because the ice hit her in her face and everything like that. So, uh, well, both of them lying because neither one of them's hurt. Like, let's just be honest. First of all, neither one of you are hurt. That microphone, first of all, that microphone looked heavy and Cardi threw it hard. You not hurt, but go ahead and get your <laughs> little coins, get your little check off that. You go ahead and file you your civil you would suit. Too. And hell yeah, I filed my civil suit and settled out of court on that one. You're absolutely right. And all it and would I'll take sh- was a little bit of money, a signed CD, and a yeah. picture with Cardi B. And yeah. be like, girl, I've been following you since Instagram. Well, why are you suing me? You got the money. It's insured. You, you yeah. crazy. You Listen, you threw a microphone at me, okay? And I wasn't even the person that threw the drink. She so, was the person that threw the drink. No, she said she wasn't the person who threw the drink. But someone I else was the, the person who threw the drink. But uh, I seen the video. She, she got hit. Um, I don't know. I still, <laughs> I'm still like, hey, I probably would have thrown that drink. I don't. Is that true? Did Did Cardi say she uh-huh. told them to throw drinks? Yeah, at there's her? video. There's video of it, and I've seen. I seen it. I've seen the video of it, and she said that she she admitted to that, but she yeah. was like, I didn't say throw it in my face. And I didn't want to get hit with no ice. I was like, hey, look, you need to be real particular because people throwing water yeah. from the ground dumb, up to the stage. What a dumb thing to ask them to do. What a dumb, what a dumb thing to ask them Hold to on. do. What once did again, you think was going to happen? Once again, Cardi, I, I don't want no beef. No, I would, even, no, no I would even tell Cardi that. What a dumb thing to ask them to do. <laughs> Why would you trust the audience to throw their drinks at you to cool you that, down? I wouldn't have what, done that. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But now that you got the whole story. I still would have thrown on? that mic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I would have thrown, I don't know if I would have thrown the mic. I would have done something. Yeah. But it's a lot of people, it's a, fans starting to act a little crazy with these concerts. It doesn't matter if you're a standard yeah. comedian. I, I've watched a lot of reports where musicians have been hit by different stuff on stage. <laughs> They've been throwing stuff at Drake. Uh, did they throw stuff at Drake? I know, I know they threw a lot of beer at Pusha T. Really? And then he tried to say Drake paid them to come do that. I'm like, bro, you in a venue that could probably hold about 500 people. Drake ain't paying nobody to go to your show. Drake right. won. He's he's performing in stadiums. You right. performing in the back of a club. Even though I still love clips. Um, I'm from Virginia. So. I, I mean, I do, but they get yeah. to a certain point. Where 
you ain't a drug pusher and you haven't been a drug pusher for over 20 years now. Right, right. Like, Jay-Z ain't out here, and his is documented. He ain't out here still talking about, I'm dealing drugs. That's all Push T rap about. No, because, you know, Jay-Z is a businessman, so he yeah. don't... He don't talk about that no more. But yeah, Cardi, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have trusted as crazy as people are, I wouldn't have trusted them with throwing stuff at me. I would not have asked a crowd of people to throw stuff at me. It doesn't matter what it is. I wouldn't have but asked. She them obviously to do it. got a problem with throwing mics at folks. Cause she threw, she threw yeah. two mics the same day. I'm your I mean, DJ. I'm your DJ. You employ me. Why why this the set that we why, perform? Yeah, why you, I yeah, I employ you. So why are you cutting my songs off? <laughs> Obviously it was something that was going on. I'm throwing this mic. <laughs> it's like Naomi Campbell used to throw cell phones. It's the same thing. It's uh, Naomi you know, Campbell it, used to throw cell phones. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you don't remember that? Like uh-uh. she she threw self a cell phone at her assistant or something like that. And- <laughs> <laughs> why, why are women always grabbing something and throwing it? Because you have so much rage <laughs> built up that it has to be released in an explosion of force. And that Don't. involves picking up a shoe, a stapler, whatever, a water bottle, whatever you have handy, and chucking it directly at the source of your frustration. And I feel that. And I have also thrown things at people. All right, detour. And this is going to get me in trouble, but forget it. It's unsolicited perspectives and I'm going to give my unsolicited perspective. Right. It's my show. I'm going to do what I'm going to say what I want to say, but this is definitely going to get me in trouble. Okay. So speaking of women not being able to control their emotions, I got a couple of friends. Oh boy. Okay. I got a couple of friends and, and I've been doing a lot of segments on dating mm-hmm. and I'm thinking of doing a, at least a monthly segment where I get friends of mine that are female to come on the show to talk to me. Because they all ask me, they all ask me ad- my advice on things. Don't ever follow it, but all ask me my advice on things. Right. So I got two friends who are in, and yes, I'm throwing you under the bus, but I'm not saying your name, but you know who you are. I got mm-hmm. two friends that are, that were seeing these guys and it was a non-committal fun thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was purely sexual. It was established on both ends, Right. Mm-hmm. The men that they were dealing with, it was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm cool with that. Them, yeah, okay, I'm cool with that. Both of them got in their head. Well, he's not showing me much attention. He's been less community. community I can't ever say that word. Communicative. 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 There you go. <laughs> and he's been, he hasn't been very communicative. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, he's not texting as much as he was. I was like, because he got it. <laughs> and like, yeah. And y'all have already established that y'all are not trying to holler at each other, that that yeah. is what it is. So really so the I only time he put in any more effort. Right. All he, all y'all need to do is talk about when that's gonna happen and that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean I mean That's does, common sense. Right. But shouldn't he want to see me? He does no. when he wants to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, that's it. ain't no real reason. So they both are stuck up in their hand, like, I don't know. I just think maybe this isn't going to work out. And I'm like, no, it's not going to work out. There's nothing to work out. You're (laughs) not in a relationship. (laughs) You're not in a relationship. That's what I told both of them. And they were like, like, well, I'm going to text him. Like, if you're not interested in me, then don't hit me up. I was like, well, what makes you think? not interested. But hold on. In a relationship. Right, right. So I asked him, I was like, what makes you think he's not interested? Because he's not hitting me up as much. I was like, is he hitting you up? Yeah. That's your interest. (laughs) Because you've already established and they, they get wrapped up in their heads. And one ended it early. She was just like, hey, you know, I'm just going to step away because it doesn't seem like you were interested. And then she texted me and you're like, did I do the right thing? And I was like, look, you did it early. But if it's stressing you out right now, then yes, you did the right thing. Because obviously you couldn't uphold what you said, what it was right. going to be in the beginning you of, just, of the situation. You just lost somebody out the data bank. And that was dumb. <laughs> 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 and the other friend was talking to me this morning about it. And I was just like, look, I'm going to tell you, just like I told the other person, either you keep it chill or you back off because you yeah. had more stress. And I'm a guarantee you, you stressing him out in a situation that ain't a relationship. He's going to be like, why am I stressing? I'm just not right. going to deal with this anymore. And then right. you're going to be all hurt talking about, I feel rejected. And really, no, you shouldn't feel rejected because he was accepting you in the situation that was presented, but you wanted to do a switch up. Mm-hmm. 
You can't hit him. You can't hit him with the switcheroo. No, you can't. And, think, and that's what I'm saying. A, I think it's going to go right. It's not. You're just going to, you just <laughs> setting yourself up for heartache. The thing is, if you can't keep it casual, if you don't have a history of being able to keep it casual, like a literally a documented history that I, I am capable of being casual. If you don't have that, if every time you've tried to keep it casual, it always becomes muddled like this, stop trying to keep it casual. Because you can't keep it casual. And if it's just because it's a guy you want and he's saying he wants to keep it casual, so you agree to it because you want him, mm. that is also a stupid thing to do because you are, well, again, setting yourself up to be I'm disappointed. I'm generalized, but women always think they can change the situation. Oh, men think they can change the situation too. I don't know how many times I have said I am not <laughs> interested in marriage. I think everybody <laughs> is clear. I've been very clear about this since I was a child that yeah, I yeah. don't think I don't think marriage runs in our family. I, and I, I think we are cursed. <laughs> I think the family is absolutely in, cursed. And I'm not in, interested. And do you know how many times I've been proposed to? <laughs> I was like, so you don't listen. Y'all don't listen. That's why I'm single now. Because people don't be listening out there. They don't people listen. Don't be, they don't they listen. Think, they think, well, uh, she just ain't met me yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a personal choice. It doesn't have anything to do with the other person. It's a personal choice. Right. Yeah. But, but, but that just goes back to my original point. Women can't control their emotions. I don't want to can't control my emotions. Generally speaking, you and my best. Have you ever watched yourself play 2K? Uh, why we that don't have that don't have nothing to do. But tell me, tell me that men can't. Tell me a man can't control his emotions. The game be cheating. No, you ever watched a guy play 2K? That's yes, all it, you need to know. That's all you need to know you know about what? whether or not people can control their emotions. Look, I was talking people about can. women. You ain't going to try and turn the flipping <laughs> script back on me. I'm Let, not going to sit here and just let you belittle <laughs> women. Well, since we on the subject of belittling women, Lizzo. <laughs> let's, let's talk about this because it, it sounds absurd. It sounds From absurd. what we know of her public persona. But that's all we know. That's true. That's all we know is a public persona. So for everybody out there, Lizzo is facing a lawsuit from three of her former dancers who, who accused her of creating a hostile work environment and harassment while working for her. The dancers alleged that Lizzo subjected them to sexual harassment, such as pressuring one of them to touch a nude performer at a club in Amsterdam and simulating oral sex on stage. The dancers also alleged that Lizzo engaged in weight shaming, such as criticizing one of them for gaining weight and firing her for recording a meeting. The dancers further alleged that Lizzo's dance captain, Shirlene Quigley, harassed them with Christian beliefs (laughs) and attacked them for having premarital sex, all the while they simulating sex acts on stage with uh, new performers. But okay, the dancers further let, okay, the lawsuit claims that Lizzo and her production company, Big Girl, Big Touring Incorporated, violated several That's laws. That's how it's pronounced. Se- it's Big Girl, <laughs> Big Touring. Yeah, we're going to do that. Okay, you do that. What's what, Lizzo and her production company. Big Girl, Big Touring Inc. <laughs> Violated several laws, including sex harassment, false imprisonment, and interfering with prospective economic advantage. Lizzo, of course, denied it, saying that she's hurt, that these accusations are unbelievable and outrageous. Uh, yeah, and that she, she never intended to make anyone feel uncomfortable or, or undervalued. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you probably what happened. Okay, break it down um, for me. You know, you're on tour. They were on tour. I think they worked together for like two years. You're on tour. You're in close quarters. Do the do the conversations veer towards salaciousness? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were probably involved in conversations like that. 
do they pray before performances and you know all the yes that's like every tour that yes if you black you gonna pray because for some reason you need the lord's help well mc hammer taught us you you got to pray pray oh yeah we pray pray right you got to pray just to make it today (laughs) (laughs) the fact that you finished it I had to. I had to. You, you finished it. This is what I find the most annoying about what Oh. Anyway, Lizzo, um, she did write a statement. I saw it on Instagram. Um. And she was like, usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. I definitely think I probably agree with her that they sensationalized what was probably normal tour behavior and they were pissed. They got fired. Well, two got fired. One of them quit, but she probably quit because her friend, but she quit because her friend got fired. Um, and so they decided to sue and they were like, well, we're going to take all the, the madness that happens on tours and we're going to blow it completely out of proportion and see if we can get some coins. Now, do you think at all that you could be biased because you're a fan of Lizzo and you don't want. Yes. A hundred percent. Because You just made a whole lot of excuses for Lizzo and did not be like, well, maybe. Cause I mean, in all of those contexts, if you're not comfortable, if you're not comfortable and here's the thing about the sex act of touching the stripper, like the girl, the woman said, uh, she was. She kept saying, "No, I don't want to do it. No, I don't want to do it. No, I don't want to do it." And that they kept pressing her. Now, mm-hmm. it could have been a press where it was just like, "Girl, we just having fun. It's okay." Yeah. Or it could have been a press like, "Girl, you go. You better go do this." But what? It could have been either one. It could have been. Lizzo could You're have right. been drunk. I don't know. And could be aggressive when she drunk. I mean, she she's talking. She named her company Big Girl. And I don't know of one woman that says big girl that can't fight. Um, yeah, Lizzo look like she can fight. So <laughs> she, she, and if you can fight and you got a little hot temper, you have a couple of drinks, you might become a bully. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? So we'll see. I mean, you got to have receipts. Well, I mean, I mean, they got receipts. World. So it's documented Do that they were, whether it's documented that they did go to the strip club in Amsterdam. That don't mean you got to have witnesses, independent I mean, witnesses. You got to have receipts. <laughs> Hold on. It's already documented that they went to the strip club in Amsterdam. Yeah. Nobody's disputing that. She's right? not disputing that they worked on tour with her or that and they. Ain't, and ain't nobody disputing the fact that her. Um, her shows her, are sexually explicit and all those things, and nobody's and disputing nobody's that. disputing the fact that her assistant isn't really into the Lord. And I love the Lord too. Mm-hmm. He heard my karate. but yeah. uh, I'm not gonna sing that song because I'm that most of the people out there wouldn't even get it. But yeah. um, so yeah, I mean these could these could it could it be like people just seeing things from different perspectives and not understanding the other person's perspective? That could right. be the case. Could also be the point where Lizzo is a star and feels untouchable and is just like, why wouldn't you do this? You know what opportunity I'm giving you? I just feel like opportunity I'm giving us. I just feel like I don't know why celebrities think that because they're the most touchable. Mm. Y'all keep like like all we have to do is just go and file a report saying you did this and that like you're the most touchable and then you've lost your endorsements in your movie deals and stuff before even the truth comes out because studios don't want to touch it and stuff like i mean it's like would lizzo get canceled i don't think lizzo would get canceled i don't i mean she had a she had an appearance in the mandalorian where is ellen degeneres right now (laughs) well you got a point so you never know. Yeah, you, you got a point. You just and, never damn know. That's and why I, I thought Ellen was one of the nicest people in the world. I mean, I don't know her, but that's just what she portrays on TV. But I, I would have thought that it'd be like 
you hear something like Kevin Hart doing something like this. Mm-hmm. And it, and you would say, well, no, I, we've seen Kevin. Kevin Hart's at the same team for like 15 years. It doesn't seem like anybody would go left on them. But right. things change. Right. And these people were new girls and it was part of some competition. I think they wanted to become dancers, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So, you know. Whatever, I, I guess. I, I feel like the body shaming thing is probably a little a criti- that her criticizing them about their weight. I feel like that's a little far fetched. I mean, could be, could not be. I just it feels it feels just so off brand. We know people that. All right, let me give you an example. We know people who talk pro black, pro black, but really don't mm-hmm. like black people. Yeah. Yes. So she could be talking that big girl, big girl, but really don't like big girls. She could be. That's a possibility. I feel like that's crazy because you are one. Right. But we know black people who don't like black people. That's true. I'm sure we know gay people that don't like. All skin folk and kin folk. Right. I know for a fact, because I have Jewish friends that do like, look, I don't like Jewish people. I'm like, what? You can't say that. He's like, I can actually say that. And I was like, touche, you can. You can, yeah. I can't. You can. I wouldn't, but you what can. A, what a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're not even done. That was just the first segment of Dilly Dallin and Shenanigans. Up next, we got indictments. <laughs> Jay, indictments. Meddling in the election. <laughs> that's the song I was singing on the <laughs> during the break. I just wanted to share that with everybody. Go ahead, hit, hit him with it one more time. You meddling in the election. <laughs> Why you well, boy? What was that part? <laughs> you got to act. Got to make a All right, well. Trump's been indicted again. I don't know. What's this like the fourth or fifth time he's been indicted in, in the <laughs> last year? Third. Yeah, well, it, it feels like he's going to jail or going to the courthouse a lot. Yes. A lot. Yeah. Anyway, Trump's Trump got indicted again on uh, the first of this month. We're in August of 2023. Mm-hmm. Trump was indicted by a federal grand jury in Washington, D.C. as part of the 2020 election probe led by special counsel Jack Smith. Jack Smith, by the way. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want him on my bad side because no. he's going to get you. Yeah. He's going to get you. Yeah. Uh, the charges include conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy against rights, and two counts of obstruction of an official proceeding. Mm-hmm. The indictment alleges that Trump and his associates spread false claims about the election. That part is true. Yes. Uh, pressured state officials to change the results. That part, also true. Yes. Incited the January 6th Capitol attack. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. And tried to stop Congress from certifying Joe Biden's victory. Well, yeah, I mean, damn. It sounded like this indictment got him. Don't really sound like I haven't heard a lie yet. (laughs) Trump pleaded not guilty to all charges on August 3rd, which is today, because, you know, we filmed the episodes on Thursday, post on Mm -hmm. Friday. Mm -hmm. At his arraignment in Washington, D.C., he is the first former president to be criminally charged for actions while in office. Trump also faces two other indictments in North Carolina and Florida related to the hush money scheme and mishandling classified documents. The classified documents case, that's also Jack Smith. Um, He's pleaded not guilty to those charges as well. He's pleaded not guilty to everything. Uh, But his ass is guilty. I had a friend of mine who's a lawyer, works for the State Department, said to Mm -hmm. me, so you think Trump's going to go to jail? Might I also say she's a female and she's white. What's the relevance? I'll get to it in a minute. Okay. She said, do you think Trump's going to jail? I said, no, it's not going to jail. No. She was like, you don't think so? This is a lot of, I was like, you're a lawyer and that's, that's Jack Smith has built an incredible case. But he ain't yeah. going to jail. No. You don't think so? I said, he's a rich white man. Yeah. In, in, in this a, country. In America. In America. I was like, yeah. the only time rich white men go to jail for something is when they take money away from other rich white men. Yeah. Other than that, 
it has to be an extreme situation for you to go to jail. Now, this uh, isn't a la, la Bernie Madoff. But this prime example. That's what I was telling her yesterday. I was like, Bernie Madoff is the only example. Like if you do, if you do a Ponzi scheme, you didn't took money from white folks. Right. You're going to jail for that. You're but going like, to jail. Like most of the time you're a rich white man in this country. You know, you're not. And she, and I said those exact words to her. She was like, I don't know. This is a lot of evidence. And it made me think about the two Americas. Oh, bless her heart. It made me think about the two Americas. How and, and when we talk about white privilege, this is the prime example. You think that just because somebody did something wrong, that they're going to pay the crime and do the time. Yeah. We as black people realize that as long as you got some money and you got long dollars, Mm-hmm. You can pretty much get out of almost anything. Hell, and it's yeah. not just white folks. It's also black folks that turn into white folks like O.J. Simpson. Because how the hell he beat that murder charge when everybody know he did that? Money. And Johnny mm-hmm. Cochran. I mean, uh, you just look at the prison industrial complex itself. It's built for poor people. It's, it's, yep. it's built to contain poor people. That's why we all have such a problem with the cash bail system that we have. If you got the money, you can get out of jail. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the money, you're going, you're going to jail and you're going to stay there. You're going to jail. So, uh, and but notice money what can I said. Get you out. Right. And notice what I said when I gave the adjectives about Trump. I said, first word I said was rich. Mm-hmm. Rich white man. No, he's going to beat these charges. Yeah, he's gonna beat the charge. He ain't going. And he's not it's going. Not to like, it's not like these. These aren't some heavy charges because the obstruction charge carries a penalty of up to twenty years in prison. So it's not like these aren't like serious charges. But is he gonna go to prison? No. No. And and let's, well, now, let's Marjorie break down. Taylor Green did say that she would vote for him even if he was in prison. So I'm like, well, well girl, <laughs> then you are kind of admitting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I you know I don't understand. It. If if you want to say if you want to say that he it feels like he's constantly being attacked, mm-hmm. we can have an, a discussion about that. There can there can absolutely be a discussion about if if feeling like he's being bombarded with constant attacks from one side. I will say the attacks are justified because he yeah. keeps doing shit. But okay, yeah. but if you just break down the charges, he absolutely lied about the 2020 election when all people that were credible around him were telling them there's no evidence of wide voter fraud. Right. Everything you're claiming is not true. There's there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud. There's no evidence of narrow spread voter fraud. <laughs> it's, like, it's like three or four cases out there. It's like three or four cases. Yeah. But you know what the, the funny thing is? The majority of them were people who voted for Trump. Yes. Okay. That's the funny thing. He absolutely called the Georgia state secretary mm-hmm. and on tape said, hey, let's see if we can find 11,008 votes. That's just one more than Biden because we won mm-hmm. this. And, and they're saying who happened to be Republicans. No, you did not win yeah. this. We've done a recount. All the votes have been accounted for, but he was still mm-hmm. trying to manipulate. Let's not even talk about the fake electors that he tried to put out there, the right. steel states that he said he won, which he didn't because all these states did recounts. There was no mass situation of dead voters. None of this stuff happened. Like everything, everything that he's being accused of, he did. And he did incite January 6th. Yes. I will say, he ain't say, go storm the Capitol. He didn't he say said go, go break- there. He sent him there. He said he said he said go there. He did not say go storm the Capitol and break all that stuff. But he also what said he'd said- be with them, but he, <laughs> he went home. <laughs> y'all, y'all people that follow Trump, y'all be falling for the okie doke. He Constantly. damn sure he damn sure said I'm gonna be right there with you. He was in the Oval <laughs> Office eating a cheeseburger and fries and he just kicking home. back watching. He went home. He, he went didn't home. go with, but he went home because he knew what y'all were about to do. He looked out in the crowd. He saw people who brought riot gear, who were dressed like paramilitary folks. He knew what they were going to do, so he took his ass home. I'll be honest. I was surprised that actually happened, that it went that far. I thought that they would be loud, boisterous, uh, boisterous. 
It just um, took it just took one person, and then well, that's how that's riots start. Cra- that's how crowd mentality works. Like, and I didn't know it was going to be such little security there because that's. And then, I'm gonna tell you and, right now, in the streets of D.C. during the Black Lives Matter protests, because I was out there, <laughs> everybody was out. All the police, all the National Guard, and and contrary to what everybody was saying. Because I had friends that were there because I had to I was out there early in the day and I had to come back home and go to work. So I didn't get flash banged and all that stuff. But I would have been. I had friends that were out there and they were just like we had literally no warning to leave. And they just came at us. Mm-hmm. And we weren't we were chanting and, and screaming and being loud and vocal, but we weren't destroying anything. There was no property no. being damaged or nothing like that. No. I was like everything you saw in the news was them attacking us. And I was like, oh, I believe it. Uh, but yeah. but we know how they portray it's it's Antifa and Black Lives Matter. These are terrorist organizations by by Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Trump standards. Not not those uh, what's the private boys, proud boys, proud and boys. Patriot, the proud the boys and the patri- <laughs> well, they private. They private. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, something is wrong with they privates the- for them to be so angry. Clearly, <laughs> it's it's them. It's the Oath Keepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess, Ku Klux Klan doesn't doesn't have this, you know, it doesn't play as well. The KKK, anymore, no. so they so they and they rename themselves. Which you know, hey, look, you got to yeah, rebrand you gotta yourself. Do, you got to do some rebranding every yeah, once in a while. Yeah. How else are you going to attract new people? The um, on, the only thing is, you know, according to Associated Press, unlike Florida. Trump is going to have to face a challenging jury pool in the overwhelmingly democratic Washington DC. That is the and and that is the only thing that is a little bit different about this indictment than the other two. I mean, yeah, he's still would, got the New York case. New York, I never know really what kind of jury pool he's going to get. Florida that with the classified documents of Mar-a-Lago, that's going that's going to disappear. Like that's going to disappear. I, but I think that's uh, the worst. I think that's the worst of all these charges. I think that's yes, the, to is. me that's the worst. But it's in the worst state that it could possibly be in. Don't get me started on Florida. Today earlier, I saw that the state of Florida on the news. I saw that the state of Florida is getting rid of AP psychology. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Listen, if you want a terrible education, move to Florida. Also, the Moms of Liberty are fighting to get mental health care out of the schools in Florida. Yeah. They just want a bunch of suicidal kids or mass shooters. They're raising a new, the newest generation of mass shooters. That's what they're doing. All right, but back to Trump. So he, I mean, yes, all all this stuff he did, like he absolutely tried to stop Congress from certifying Joe Biden. I yes. mean, that he doesn't even deny that. He told no. Mike Pence, Mike Pence, you can do this. And Mike Pence is like, nah, I, nah, homie, I, I really can't. Yeah. And he said, well, you're too honest. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't care about... I don't I, care about gay people, or the LGBTQ plus community, or about and black I, people or minorities or anything like that. And I weirdly but, call my wife mother. Right. But... <laughs> I mean, all right, time out. That is something like back in the day on TV. That is yeah, something that you would weird. hear. It was weird then. It's <laughs> but weird it's... now. Mike got a lot of things weird with him, but he was right in this instance. I feel like he wears underwear that come all the way up to his chest. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like long shorts. (laughs) Does that make sense? He he wearing the 1930s swim trunks. Remember they had the long swimsuit that was basically, it was a jump. Oh, it was a romper. jumper, one suit, a romper. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a romper. Like he He's sleeping in a romper at night. <laughs> he sleeps in a All romper, right. and All he right, also mother, we're gonna go to sleep. He also pees with the lights off. <laughs> Wait a minute, why? Is he, <laughs> off? he doesn't want to see anything lewd. <laughs> Himself, <laughs> Mike Pence pees with the lights off. Does he? Does he sit down when he pee when the lights off? He sits off? down. He sits okay. down. 
Hey, time out. <laughs> I, after watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, this one episode where Larry decided to sit down late at night because we wake up in the middle of the night. Men wake up in the middle of the night and got to go to the bathroom. We're glog, groggy, sleepy. That's how pee gets everywhere. And he mm-hmm. discovered if he just sits down in the toilet, pee doesn't go everywhere. He just get back up and go to bed. I highly recommend that. I don't do it, but I highly recommend it for myself and for other men in the middle of the night. Just go ahead and sit down and pee. It's all right. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Please, uh, please don't get pee all over the toilet uh, and the floor. Well, or, or what? I don't understand the floor. <laughs> and let <laughs> okay, I do understand the floor. I do understand. I don't know what happens with the floor. We all but, understand the floor. <laughs> yeah, we all understand the floor. <laughs> but even. If you come to my house right now and you look at the rim of my toilet bowl, it is clean. You know why? Because yeah. anytime you... a little bit of pee splashes on there, I clean it up. Because yeah. I don't. The yeah. worst thing is lift up that toilet seat and see dry pee stains all over. Like I don't want to see that. But no. I'm also anal about having a clean bathroom. <laughs> anal about having a clean bathroom. Yeah, just grow up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to Trump because we detour and we all need to detour I, I mean he's not going to jail i don't care what i don't no. care what any of this stuff does he's not going to jail and oddly none of this is disqualifying him from continuing to run for president which is just like what's up you would think you would think that criminal charges would disqualify you from running the country nope. and it just uh-uh. doesn't uh, only Congress can with an impeachment, and they fail with you that opportunity. He can literally get a job at Chick Fil A. <laughs> definitely not Chick Fil A. No, okay. not Chick Fil A. You can at Checkers, though. Yeah, you definitely can at Checkers. And let me Popeyes. tell you something. Let me tell you something. They they uh, uh, encourage it because <laughs> I don't know uh, the Checkers by me. It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> what's you gotta, what's rough? You Checkers or Waffle House? Waffle House. You have to you have to know how to fight at Waffle House. <laughs> okay, period. You have to know how to fight if you want to work at Waffle House. It's a requirement. I don't know when the last time I've been to a Waffle House, but I haven't seen no no complications at the Waffle House when I've gone. You gotta you gotta understand people are coming from the club. It's three in the morning. They're drunk. They just want some chocolate chip pancakes, <laughs> some sort of waffle, a bacon, egg, and cheese, something like that. It, it, some some shenanigans are gonna go down, period. Yeah. And it and the staff is right there. I mean, they're cooking, <laughs> they're cooking, there's no kitchen or nothing, place or place where they're going. They're right there. Yeah. They're all they just standing fighting. right in front of you, and they be fighting. Um, but the funny thing about Trump, if if he were to get arrested and go to jail, I was listening to a news organization earlier today, and illegal analysts are saying he could still be president while in jail. Mm-hmm. He could like mafia bosses. Mafia bosses go to jail, and they they still run the family. They just have surrogates out there, you know, yeah, out there on the street. So he'll put a street boss out there. I guess that would yeah. be vice president. I don't I, know I who don't he know. would pick for his vice president right now. Yeah, I I have no idea. Probably Tim Scott. Um, huh? Tim Scott. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Uh you got any last, you know, comments about Trump? Because I, you know, we had to talk about it because it happened. Right. Um, but I'm kind of tired of talking about him. Yeah. I want to just go. We still got the one down here in Georgia that's pending. And, and not even the indictments. It's going to be shenanigans when these primaries really start taking off. Mm-hmm. And whenever mm-hmm. he decides to get on a debate state, all right, I am going to watch the Republican primary debates. I'll, I'll watch the highlights. I don't know if I can sit there for the whole hour, I, two hours. Because I, I know it's going to be. Like, I don't. I don't support any of Trump and his political leanings or anything. I will no. always admit that dude is hilarious. Yeah, I it's going to be a show. He's a, he's a comedic actor. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's going to be a show. You know, he's been successful in entertainment, but it's it's entertainment. It's not supposed to be running the country. You're right. So you got any last in shots? 
That was it. That was the line. You should. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> well, say it's it again inter... now, Andrew. No, it's too uh, late now. The moment's passed. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I'll do the transition. I'll do the transition. <laughs> we go from one white man escaping the law to another white man escaping the law next. <laughs> Sis, I saw something on the news the other day, and I couldn't help but just start laughing. This is the dumbest thing I've ever read. Well, so I couldn't help but start laughing. And much like the movie Pain and Gain, that's a comedy. Mm -hmm. When you read the backstory, the comedy turns into something that's really tragic. Yeah, it's it's dark. It's it's really dark. Anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about that, that loves that movie with Rock and Marky Mark, read up on the real history and the real story about that. Yeah, yeah. You'll look differently at that movie and why it was made it to be a, a, a dark comedy. It wasn't even that dark. The movie wasn't even that dark, but there's yeah. too much comedy. But anyway, another white man trying to escape the law, Nicholas mm-hmm. Rossini. Um, I, I, my friend's maiden name is Rossini, so that's just... And I'm like, this is your relative? No, it's not. Anyway. Because no. it, it's Rossi. Yeah. That's what I said. You said Rossini. Oh, I said Rossini. I meant to say Rossi. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Nick <laughs> Nick Rossi is a U.S. fugitive wanted in Utah to face rape charges. He is accused of identity theft, fraud in other states. Rossi faked his own death in 2020, claiming to have terminal cancer. And then fled to Scotland, mm-hmm. where he assumed a new identity as Arthur Knight, an Irish orphan. Now, that's funny. He's going to name himself Arthur Knight. That sounds like something that you would name yourself if you was a movie character that had yeah. moved to Scotland, pretending to be an, an it Irish It sounds like a orphan. fake name. <laughs> right. But he moved to Scotland, pretending to be an Irish orphan named Arthur Knight. And a knight is spelled like a knight, mm-hmm. K-N-I-G-H-T. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was recently arrested arrested in Glasgow uh, in December 2021. I think it was because of COVID thing. And Interpol, uh, after Interpol put out a red notice, he's been fighting extradition to the U.S. ever since, uh, insisting that his name is not Nick Rossi. Mm-hmm. This was what I saw in the news. He appeared in court in a wheelchair and wearing an oxygen mask, (laughs) claiming that he had health issues. Uh, But the health issues were pretty much disproven by the prosecutors and medical examiners. And the Scottish court ruled that Nick can be extradited to the U.S., saying that his extradition would not violate his human rights. The final decision now rests with the Scottish ministers. I'm going to assume that that's like Supreme Court or something like that for Scotland. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what Scottish ministers are. Okay, his acting. I think it's like their uh, their version of um, the DA. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what's funny is, it. what's funny is, you know, somehow he created. He said he had terminal cancer, died. He mm-hmm. died. Yes. Then he fled to Scotland, named himself Arthur Knight, mm-hmm. an Irish orphan, mm-hmm. right? Grew out a beard, put himself in a wheelchair and an oxygen mask. Yeah. And, 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 and in the clips I saw on the news, he was like, I can't even breathe with this. I can't. And he lifted the oxygen mask up and he was like, oh, I'm dying. Oh, I'm dying. So it was funny to me how he was acting. Yes. Then I read what he's actually wanted for. He's so a he's disgusting a, human being. Disgusting. He was accused of raping a woman in Utah in 2008 when he was working as security guard at a hotel. He allegedly threatened the woman with a gun and forced her to have sex with him. He was also arrested in Ohio in 2009 for a rape charge, but he was released on bail and fled the state. Mm-hmm. He was convicted of sex-related charges in Ohio invo- involving underage girls. He's also wanted uh, by authorities in Rhode Island for failing to register as a sex offender. He was he was convicted of sexual assault in Rhode Island in 2007 when he was 19 years old. Um, yeah, like yeah. he's a serial yeah. sex offender. Yes. Um, so that's not funny. No, but him, but him. Faking his own death, moving to Scotland, naming himself Arthur Knight, 
and saying he was an Irish orphan. And wait mm-hmm. a minute, but why does he have to be an Irish orphan? Why couldn't he be a Scottish orphan? Um, Because then you can't lie and say you're from the place you're hiding in because people can easily verify the lie. Okay, because it's like, okay, a, what school did you go to? You know, where'd you grow up? Like, I mean, people will people will know. I can't, I can't live in Atlanta and then tell people, oh yeah, I'm born and raised here. Oh yeah, well, what, what elementary school you go to? What middle school? What like, I never you seen you. We're the can. same. You, no, you can you can lie. You can lie. I know no, a lot of people who lie and say they're from certain areas. It's smarter to lie and say you're from. I want to know what accent he used. Well, obviously, he used an Irish accent because he was an Irish orphan. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> so stupid. I, I, he's gonna be extradited. And for y'all that haven't seen the clips, y'all should look at the clips because he is hilarious with his portrayal. Mm-hmm. And also, he was basically identified through his tattoos. He had very distinguishable tattoos and his fingerprints. <laughs> well, that too. Like. You have been arrested. You have been fingerprinted. Also, we have mugshot photos of you. We well, know who he you changed are. his appearance because if he was if he was nineteen in two thousand and nineteen, then that means he's what thirty three now. Mm-hmm. He looks okay. the same. I'm looking no, at the he, the picture made him look like he's like fifty three, fifty five years old. That's he looks that's like the, an older that's man. The oxygen mask. <laughs> I can see. That he it is the same. Look at him crying, and I'm watching a video right now. So he's crying with an oxygen mask on. This stupid lady sitting by his side, girl. Oh my lord! Oh, oh so now that he's stupid getting lady? up. He's the getting up. He lady is... pretends to fall down. This right, is the that's dumbest. The a, so that stupid lady is his wife, and they have a kid together. Yeah. Well, Which, guess what, lady? Quick, that's quick work. That's quick work because he moved guess... here in 2020. It's not a and case of mistaken identity when your fingerprints match. No, well, no. It's just not. not that and you know what convinces me even more than the fingerprints. How often do you have multiple tattoos like another person and they're in the exact same spot, identical like, to the other person? You just didn't work hard enough. <laughs> like on he this. couldn't have got the tattoos removed. Yeah. He found you just, a way to smuggle himself to Scotland. So he had a little bit of money. Well, he he stole identity. I think he stole like $200,000. So he could have gone to Amsterdam, got some tattoo remover, mm-hmm. maybe even did a facelift, stole another identity. He could have covered and- the tattoos. He could have got new tattoos and covered over the old tattoo. He could have got cover-ups. Like it's he not could've. like you didn't work that hard to do. You didn't work no, that hard. You didn't. And I'm sorry. There's only a few crimes I think are punishable by death. I don't really believe in the death penalty, but in a few crimes, I feel like you're going to stay in jail for a long time, just like they do the death penalty now. But eventually we got to go ahead mm-hmm. and put you down. Mm-hmm. Hurting children is the number one thing. Yes. You hurt children, you got to go down. But fact of the matter is the jail pretty much takes care of that anyway. Most of, t- most of the predators have to be uh, separated anyway, mm-hmm. child predators. And serial rapists? My thing is, you're a danger to society. Why is bail or why is bond even even available? So who was it? It was Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. This was, and Ohio gave him the bail. This was after, this dude did a lot of moving around. He went from Rhode Island in 2007. He was able to, and that's the problem. Then he went to Utah. Then he ended up in Ohio. So in 2007, he was convicted of sexual assault in Rhode Island when he was 19. In 2008, he was convicted of sexual assault uh, in Utah. In 2009, mm-hmm. convicted again. How the hell you keep getting convicted? And still keep getting, and getting out. away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because, uh, because America doesn't care about women. Mm-hmm. Or kids. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, the doesn't only reason why he's not going to get her. America cares about men and unborn children. <laughs> That's America what America cares about. about. Rich men and unborn mm-hmm. children. Yeah. Um, but he ain't going to get away with it because he ain't got no money. No. He ain't rich. So he ain't got no money. So he's going to go to jail. If this was spending, supposed to be. We're spending the money to get him back. 
matter with <laughs> you going to jail. And it's all on the news. No, you going mm-hmm. to jail. Um, when I first heard about this story, I thought it was real funny until I dug deeper and it's not so funny. And no. I don't really know how to his, end this episode. His, his theatrics. May it turned it into something ridiculous. Yes. Yes. I just I saw the video. It is. It's so it's. No. Y'all go out there and watch I, the video. He needs of this to dude. go. He needs to go under the jail. Under well, he will. It. He will. He's he's not getting away with this one. See, I don't believe that Trump is going to go to jail, but I do believe old Nick is going to jail. He's going to jail for a long time because he's going to jail. The government really don't like when you make us look like a fool. We don't want to extradite. Mm-hmm. We like, hey, government, one of our fugitives is in your country and right. we need them back. We need your help to get them back. We, mm-hmm. that, we don't No, We're going to put you underneath the jail. Yeah. With a flag. You just embarrassed us internationally. Yeah. Uh, you got anything funny to end this episode <laughs> off with? Because. No, I thought you chose be- the no, you chose these stories, <laughs> <laughs> and now you got to deal with the consequences of that. You made this decision. I did. We should have ended on Cardi B and Lizzo. Yeah, that way, so I didn't build the structure of the show that well today. <laughs> and, 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 and we should have ended no, with Cardi we B. Ended, no, but we ended on serial rape. Great. Okay, that's Great. not funny, but the way you just said that made it funny. Uh, but it's not funny. It's but not funny. Way, it's not funny, but the way you just said that. <laughs> yeah, that's the show, okay. ladies and gentlemen. No, we can't end the episode on, and you wanted to end it with serial rape. We can't end the episode on that. that we got to end the episode this on something is, else. This is, where, this is where it landed. All right, all right okay. I. This is this is interesting. I'm okay. telling somebody about this, and then we'll get off of the episode. Okay. When we were living in Lynchburg, uh, we lived right across the street from a grocery store. Mm-hmm. So I was telling my, I was telling a friend of mine earlier today. I was showing him the house that that we had that our parents bought their first, very first house in Lynchburg, Virginia, for eighty thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars. Everybody in our neighborhood thought we were the richest people. Because we had pillars in front of our house, which, by the way, when I look at those pillars, they're a lot thinner than what I remember them to be. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I was looking at the picture on on Google, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So I was telling my friend about summers, how we'd be in the house, and dad always had loose change always around the house. Mm -hmm. And how I would go over to the grocery store and get burritos unless... Dad only had them Brown Brothers. And now, yes. for ladies and gentlemen, y'all don't know what Brown Brothers are? They're pennies. For pennies. some strange reason, we labeled them Brown Brothers. <laughs> and Silver Brothers. <laughs> and Brown Brothers and Silver Brothers. Yes. And the That's burritos That's what we would called be, change. Was it three for a dollar? It was, it was something like that, yes. It was like three burritos for a dollar. Terrible, terrible burritos. But we they thought were they delicious. were the greatest. Yeah. yeah. We thought that. And... If we had any extra money, we, we would get a tub of icing. Mm-hmm. You would get a tub of icing. No. This, so this is the part I was telling them about. And I was like, yeah, I used to eat icing like ice cream. Like I would just scoop it out of the thing. Yeah. I love icing. And he was like, that's disgusting. And I was like, yeah, in retrospect, it was absolutely disgusting. But, but we were time, children. We, well, I was a teenager. That's a child. A, for, a, for At our age now. But like... No, I was almost driving. It's always a, driving. it's always been a child. <laughs> but the funny <laughs> thing was, is the time I told him the story about the time I sent you into the gas station to pay the gas station attendant seventy five cents. I remember. I think it was seventy six cents. It was, it was some 70, brown brothers. It was there was brown no brothers brown brothers. There. there were no brown brothers. It, I had you run out of had gas. Me put seventy five cent on pump seven. <laughs> and you sent me in there to do it. Yeah, I did. I damn sure did because that was embarrassing. I was not about to go in there myself. And I was like, hey, Jay, I'm going to need you to go in there and pay for this gas. You couldn't drive yourself home. So, yeah. That was a great story to tell. 
Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to end on a high note, and you was not helping me at all. And you was just like, yeah, I know the story. I'm like, well, tell it then. You're about to give me the cuss over here. I'm like, help me out here with the story. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the episode, because my sister ain't helping, and we got to film the After Hours episode, and now I'm agitated. I need to go fix myself a drink. But you want to tell these people out here while I get while I end the episode on this bull. You need to have documented <laughs> proof that you can keep it casual <laughs> before you try to enter in to a casual relationship. You need to have receipts, proof for yourself and in a court of law. That you can keep <laughs> and it I, casual. How to go have it in the court of law. <laughs> that you can keep it casual. Or else you are just setting yourself up for heartache. And you're doing it to yourself. Stop mm-hmm. it. If you yeah. don't have them receipts, if you don't have that proof, if you don't have that evidence, hard facts, don't, don't enter in a casual relationship. It's not for you. And I was telling them along the way. I was like, you pressing real hard for something that's supposed to be casual. They didn't mm-hmm. even listen to me. But on that note, as always, check out the store on unsolicitedperspectives.com. Yes, I'm going Three to get my available. merch. Uh, until next time, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.